Hello, Gadiantes. The Alter Rebbe wanted that the Tanya should be printed for Yotas Kislev, the passing, the stalkos of his Rebbe, the Maggot of Mezrich. But the Abisher runs the world, and the Tanya was printed, was completed on Chav Kislev. When the first run of the Tanyas reached the Alter Rebbe on the 26th, service was a little slow in those days, and he was told that the printing was completed on the 20th, he said, Chav Kislev, Chav Kislev, Chav Kislev, if it's Chaf Kislev, it's Chaf Kislev. Everything that God does is for the good. And of course, we saw the repercussion, which from our perspective means the Yontif of Chaf Kislev, as the Alta Rebbe was freed late in the day of a short winter day on the 19th. And we probably all remember the story of his being taken to the wrong home and suffering for three hours, that his final ultimate redemption because those were the three worst hours, was on truly Chav Kislev. So it's Chav Kislev. Kol Madrachamana Avid Latav Avid. We will definitely accept that as the theme of the day. Looking at the Tanya of the day. The Tanya of the day is short. I mean, shorter than yesterday. It's exactly one page, Daf Gimel. And these are the Haskamos, the approbations, of the sons of the Alter Rebbe. So what's going on that the sons are writing a letter of approval to their father's Sefer? What happened was, in the times of the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe printed first Tanya with two sections, what we call Tanya, Lekutei Amarim, the first section, and Shari Yichot Vamuna. And the Tanya was reprinted several times in the lifetime of the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe personally added a third section to the Tanya, Igeris Hatshuva. After the passing of the Alter Rebbe, his sons decided to add two more sections. So the Alter Rebbe started with Tanya and Shayifa Bemuna. The Alter Rebbe added Igeris HaTshuva. And his sons added Igeris HaKodesh and Kuntras Achro. And therefore, for this new release, not a re-release, but a new release of the Tanya, they wrote a letter the main point of the letter, of course, is doing two things. It's explaining why they're adding, what these two sections are, and it's reinforcing the five-year ban that, practically speaking, the Altarebbe's five-year ban is still in effect today. So in these two sections, they write that they have the idea of Yeres HaKadosh, which are many letters, fragments of letters, segments of letters, that the Altarebbe sent to teach Klal Yisrael how to become God-fearing people, what we're, what we're aiming for. And of course, in some of these letters, there's an explanation more elaborate than what was in the original Tanya. So let's bring it in. Kuntris Achron is actually very, very deep sections, though some of them are easy towards the end, explaining pieces of Zohar, Eitz Chaim, Pre-Eitz Chaim. These are obviously the writings of Reb Chaim Vital giving us over the terrace of the Arizal, why is the Alter Rebbe writing these deep discourses on these very Kabbalistic works? To defend them. Because it seems contradictory. It seems like what well, they say one thing in one place and one thing in the other place. And the Alter Rebbe says, ah, if only you know what was really going on. And then after explaining what these are about, they reenact the five-year ban. Now I said that five-year ban is still in effect. What I meant by that is, <clears throat> the Alter Rebbe placed a five-year ban on anyone reprinting the Tanya except the original printers. The catch is, 
the time it was printed a long time ago. But every time it's re-released, now again, we reenact the five-year ban. So since the original printing until today, that five-year ban is still in effect. Nobody can on their own. Unfortunately, there are, there's a group that did it. And I assume they receive the very harsh nidoy, klola, cherem, shmata of the Alter Rebbe for going against his five-year ban that's still in effect to this day. Now, if we look at the letters, this interesting point at the end, we see they're signed by the three sons of the Alter Rebbe. And if you look closely, which is how we hopefully, if we're looking at all, we're looking closely, it seems like the long titles around are all the same. But if you look really closely, you see they're actually a little bit different in every word of Tanya. Even the letters added by the Alter Rebbe's sons is precise. So Reb Doivber, the, the Mittel Rebbe, in his, in describing the Alter Rebbe, there's an extra word, Kadosh, Kadosh Yisrael, because that was Reb Doivber. Reb Doivber was a Kadosh. And therefore, in his relationship to his father, what was brought out was Kadosh. Reb Chaim Avram, what we see by him only is the term, if you look closely, if you're looking inside, you're always supposed to look inside. After the Alter Rebbe's name, it says Zatzal. Not Zal, Zatzal. Zecher Tzadik Levracha. Only by Reb Chaim of Ram, because he was known for his Sitkus. And by Moshe, the youngest son, it omits something that it says by the other two sons. It omits Maranam Verabonon. And the omission is because Reb Moshe, in his own right, was such a Rav and such a Paisik that it wouldn't be appropriate, so to speak, to then refer to his father in the same way. By all of them, though, the emphasis is Ben, Ben, Ben. They're the son of. It's not about me. This is all about my father. We have a lot written, of course, of the Mitzvah Rebbe. We know of Reb Chaim of Ram. Of Moshe, in a sense, we have the least because we have the scariest story. I will, in a minute, try to do it because if I go over time, people might not call back. But it says that when Moshe was young, a group of Rabbeim came to the Alter Rebbe wanting him to join them in putting a spiritual cherem on the Misnagdim in response to what the Misnagdim were doing to the Hasidim. And the Alter Rebbe refused. And their upsetness at the Alter Rebbe's refusal came out on that little child that was around then, Reb Moshe, who grew up to be very brilliant, very fluent in languages, a gifted orator, and very often was called upon to defend Yiddishkeit in the face of other things going on there, to such a degree that the church was so upset with him and his total ripping apart of their supposed truths that they staged a whole plot to have him arrested. And as he was arrested and in this wagon and going from one church to another to suffer there, he managed to escape in the wagon. It was Anyateska's slave. And he ran far, far away and spent the rest of his life in a shoal very far from any of these areas. Right before he passed away, the people in the shul said, is there someone we should inform, someone that will know of your passing? He said, the only people that need to know is my family, and they don't need to be informed. They will know. So we should all know, we should all be tuned in, and we should all keep learning the Tanya and taking its kayach. Good yantif, chav kislev, good yantif. <laughs>